Excellent. An ale for me. And for my officers. In fact, ales for everyone. Turn backwards. With Rick and Rick and Will and Gemma. Oh, yes. <clears throat> Hello, greetings, listeners. Uh, this is Will from the future. The future of... Uh, the point where we recorded this podcast initially. I discovered during the editing process that our idea to have a discussion about the first three episodes of season three of Picard, which were the ones that we'd seen at the time of recording, was really ambitious and we were not able to restrain ourselves. Um, and we just talked for ages, like like hours. So I'm splitting it into... I'm dedicating an episode of the podcast to each episode of Picard season three because that way uh, it's just better it just makes sense I don't know why we didn't think of it at the time so um, I'm I'm just explaining that to you now because when we get into the podcast we we won't explain that because when we recorded it that was not the plan so how I mean how could we have explained that we didn't know so anyway um, the the discussion you're about to hear is a discussion we had about episode two of season three of Picard. Oh, I've had an idea. No, wait, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to... Oh, this is going to be seamless, listeners, and you're not even going to be able to tell that I've done this. I'm going to lift in the sort of bit where we introduce ourselves at the beginning, right, from the beginning of the recording, and then we'll just go straight into the second episode. And In fact, I could have got away with it. I didn't need this explanation at all. Damn. Well, it's too late now. Hello, welcome to another episode of Ten Backward, the Star Trek discussion podcast from the UK. I am one of your hosts, Rick Everson, and I'm joined as always by my co-hosts, Rick Palmer. Hi there. Gemma Turland. Hello. And Will Turland. Hello. And I, I have an extra face on my screen today, so over, over the magic of the internet, we're joined by Rob Chapman. Hello. Hi hey Rob, how are, you, how are you doing? I'm good, thank you. Thank you so much for having me on. It's uh, oh. It's been a while. I'm glad to be here. Um, moving on to episode two, mm. uh, we pick pretty much straight, pick up straight off where we left off. And um, so it seems that these people are trying to steal Jack Crusher, as we find his name is. Like So Beverly's had a son named after a late husband. Um, and Riker is straight, straight away, it's like, well, I think we see who's, who's dad this is. You know, everyone, everyone can see this, right? Everyone? Yeah? No? It's <laughs> clearly Rational Barkley. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, they're trying to... Um, and they end up um, getting back to the Titan. So Shaw's sort of grudgingly accepting he's going to he's gonna have to bail them out on this. Um, and we finally meet the villain of the piece, this, um, mm. this Vardic, who... Seems slightly ever so balmy, which is nice. <laughs> the Starfleet does not negotiate with bounty hunters. Oh, I see you're having difficulty understanding the situation. <sighs> May I remind you that you are outside of your jurisdiction? Very yeah. controlled and quietly balmy. Yeah, she's she's, she's actually she's. Oh, I, I really enjoy her. Yes. She she flits quite nicely between sort of a calm, almost rage, and then back to sort of laughing, you know, delight uh, when when um, the Titan she tries to blast away. 
She's played by um, Christopher Plummer's daughter. Yes. Wow. Yeah. She's a daughter, like, like, who played General Chang in yeah. Undiscovered right. Country. Mm. Yeah, she's very Machiavellian, like very moustache twirling. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, she looks like she's yeah. really enjoying herself as well, which yeah. I think is always good. Yeah. She is like, she is sort of bordering on kind of pantomime and it, it's a bit of a risk to have a but villain she, like that. But it, I, she, I don't, she holds it just off pantomime, yeah. doesn't she? She's, no, I think she's she's splendid. She's really um, intimidating as yeah. well. Yeah, and pantomime. I think the nice is they're not overusing her yet either. I'd agree. Yeah, I mean, I'd say. Well, my I know we haven't got to episode three yet, but one slight criticism of that is that they she hardly gets she hardly gets any lines in episode three. No. I mean, I don't. I think they don't really have time. Yeah, but yeah, I would have liked to see a bit more of her. I think um, they're holding her back. I think we're going to get some big moments from her. But as you say, yeah, they do run that risk that you know they, if they overdo it. But I think that's probably why they're being quite careful. Yeah. Um, so Something, I think, um, sorry, Will. So I, I was just going to say, I think a character like that uh, works on the, like the performance from the actor mm. makes or breaks a character like that. It's, mm. You know, it's um, it's either a, a hammy, embarrassing mess or, um, a, you know, a superb uh, villain, you know, like like Khan. Mm. Yeah. Not, not that Khan isn't hammy, <laughs> but it's like, <laughs> I don't know. You you need uh, some something about it has to work, mm-hmm. and I'd say she. I think she's got that. Yeah, Khan and yeah, you Chang, have to own the performance, right? You have mm. to. Khan and Chang have both performed really on the edge of Hammy, uh, and they don't veer into ridiculous. Um. So um. Yeah, I think so far from the way Vardik is going, we are looking at potentially one of those ones that is just so. Glorious and delicious, like Gemma says, they can. It's, it's going to be a really effective villain, hopefully. Because they and it's that it's well. It's I think it's because they could they could win. Like they they could back up their threats. I think mm. she literally yeah. just lobs a starship at them. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. I love that. Oh, that's <laughs> a cool scene, isn't it? Yeah, the incredulity of everyone on the Titan. Like, what the hell did yeah. she just do? Did you just throw a starship at us. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that was brilliant. Yeah. Uh, going back to the beginning of the episode with the sort of the, well, two weeks previously with Jack Crusher, I, mm-hmm. um, I, that was, that did remind me a bit of, uh, so, I mean, I think since Guardians of the Galaxy using sort mm. of retro classic yes. rock in, mm. in sci-fi is much more popular than it used to be. I like it. Don't get me wrong. And I thought, I thought this was fine. It just, it just mm. made, it made me think of that. You know, yeah. Jack Crusher Jack Crusher is a sort of a sort of a slightly British Star Lordy yeah. kind of character. But, yeah, it's a bit but I did but I did like that. I mean and in episode one we get the does the same with that with the Ink Spots song from like the thirties and like mm. the mixture yeah. I mean I like a mixture of old timey music and sci fi, so yeah, um, good. interestingly I, I, I was I was given more to thinking of Kelvin Kirk. 
Uh, and I know he has a very specific. Who's Kelvin? Voice. Who's Kelvin Kirk? I've never. <laughs> <laughs> One of your friends at work. <laughs> Kelvin Kirk, my, my friend at work. <laughs> <laughs> One of my other Star Trek friends, Will. <laughs> um, no, Kelvin versus Kirk, um, who has very specific Beastie Boys tastes, mm-hmm. but in that sort of vein, I think from that we've got had this sort of, you know, the science fiction hero, the predilection for what the viewer considers more maybe contemporary or um, more recent history music. But that's mainly because I haven't watched much of the Guardians of the Galaxy as well, so I don't have that (laughs) frame reference. I'm so behind on Marvel, it's ridiculous. But then they keep making more Star Treks. It's really difficult to catch up. Yeah. I'd say, um, so in episode two, we we find out a lot more about Jack Crusher, don't we? Mm. Yeah. and we kind of we discover that he's uh, like he is basically a criminal, mm. but with a heart of gold. Heart of gold. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and although he, it seems like they are the 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 Shrike that the ship mm. is after him, the villain is after him. It seems like that's not, but he, his crimes don't don't warrant that level of attention so there's something yeah. else going they're on too, they're too uh, souped up to be bounty hunters yeah yeah so yeah we're not really we haven't really uncovered what's the full thing what's going on there no um yeah but yeah they, they go to pains to show that jack crusher is not not above criminal activities but he's doing it to do good essentially yeah. i think they're trying to maybe draw a parallel to someone like um the crew of serenity and firefly mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, one one thing I did like in this episode again, so again, sure, the captain is being a dick, but he has some really valid points. Like he he says, because the the ultimatum that they are given um, is hand over Jack Crusher or, uh, and you know, you've got an hour to make a decision. Or we destroy or we, you. Yeah, we'll destroy you and we'll, 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 you know, we'll take him mm-hmm. ourselves. And um, I really like that, that Shaw was saying, well, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to risk all the all the people on the ship for the sake of a, like a criminal that I've just met. So, yeah, let's mm-hmm. hand him over. <laughs> yeah. um, and that wasn't, I mean, it's a bit of a dickish, it's not a very Starfleet attitude. But on the other hand, it's like... It's not an unreasonable decision in that situation. He has a responsibility to his crew. Mm, And also, I think they, don't they say that they're they're not in Federation territory? So it's not their rules, they're not in their jurisdiction. So it's it's probably fair to hand over this criminal. The rules of engagement outside of Federation space are clear. The safety and preservation of the ship's crew above all else. You've seen the firepower on that thing. That is a dogfight we will lose. Well, yes, yeah, that's a good point. From his point of view, he stumbled into a bit where the Federation has no jurisdiction, people act, acting outside of the Federation. What's it got to do with him? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I, I mean, I would imagine when Shaw took the Kobayashi Maru, he just said, eh, sounds a bit dangerous. I'm not going to risk the crew on that rescue mission. Carry on <laughs> where we we're going. Yeah. <laughs> Pass with flying colours. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I do think I do think the, the the purpose of that character is to is to kind of bring a bit of drama 
to the you know it's, because it it wouldn't it wouldn't work quite so well if if everyone just agreed about what they were going to do mm. <laughs> and there's no debate it's like those episodes would have to be pretty short mm. so I, d- I do think there's an element there where he's ang- antagonistic because mm. um that right. makes that that brings some drama yeah but i but i don't mind but i still think that works he, well, um, it's the thing that he's got a point. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Mm. I think it wouldn't work if he was if the things he was saying were completely unreasonable. But, but it, it works because he's like he is being like a captain. He is being like a uh, captain. He's being like a captain in some ways. That other captain, like some some of the choices that have been made in Star Trek mm. by other captains are actually not very reasonable. Yeah. Um, for mm. that, for a person in, with that responsibility and yeah. later on once again <laughs> jumping forwards mm. later on that is brought up again that yeah. kind yeah. of that conflict of decision making is is brought up again yeah With different characters <laughs> i mean it's only i can it's maybe only like two of the movies where the where the crew actually follow orders and yeah. do the thing <laughs> they're meant to be doing. Pretty sure in every other movie they um, they disobey orders and just do what they like. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess he could be a bit more reasonable about it. He could say, "Well, bring mm. me bring me a plan that that mm. makes sense that won't get the ship destroyed, and I'll consider it." Rather than just saying. Yeah, he, rather than saying that, though, I suppose he does say he does they've say got because he gives them half an hour, doesn't yeah. he? We've yeah. got an hour. I'll give you half that time to go and talk to if him. If you can, and... if you can bring me something better, yeah, in that time, do it. Well, she gave us an hour. You have half that to prepare him for departure. And uh, what's his name? Jack. Jack. What's his name? Jack. Yeah. Um he he is willing to sacrifice himself. Yeah, actually. so he he escapes, doesn't he? And then the twist is that he is planning to hand himself over to mm. to save the ship. Um and then of course we get to the the crux of the of the of the the sort of thing that's maybe been a bit obvious to the audience and also to crush to Riker, <laughs> particularly to Riker. <laughs> but for some reason Picard has missed it. He's like Oh wait, he's, I think he's my son. <laughs> like it's like because he's not. Bu- it's because he's not bald. Yeah. <laughs> if he was bu- if he was bald if he was bald then I'd get it. But he's got a head of hair and yeah. oh, man, I haven't I haven't had one of those for sixty years. So <laughs> it's like, come on, God, he's got an English accent for some reason. <laughs> he says some genetic. And he says something in French in a flashback. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> didn't, you, didn't you watch? Didn't you watch the flashback scene? And like, no. <laughs> get the get the VHS of episode one on. <laughs> You'll see Picard. <laughs> um. Ah, oh, what's that? The there's a, the other in the big thing. The the big moment of excitement, I think, in episode two is the introduction of. A, uh, a uh, an old favourite oh, character, Mister Wolf. Of course. So Raffi <laughs> is continuing with her investigation, and her her handler tells her to stop it. And at this point, we don't know a handler. They only communicate over over coded text. They basically send a text over messages. 
And says, drop it. We're thinking that this random Romulan is to blame. And she's like, that's nonsense. Says, well, whatever, drop it, drop it. But so she doesn't drop it. She goes and meets a Ferengi. Um, and in the course of that, gets into trouble. And all of a sudden, bam, Worf's there with his maglet, like cutting people up and yeah. oh. taking off a Ferengi's head. It's like, geez, yeah. I wasn't expecting that. Told you, do not engage. Um, I think we'll enjoy it. Safe to say, like you, like you gasped, Gemma. You I, gasped. I really gasped. Yeah. I felt like, felt like, okay, Gemma's in. Gemma's on board. <laughs> yeah. She's not poo-pooing for anymore. <laughs> did this you guys, um, you, the Ferengi Sneed, did, when you saw his info, did you? I paused it at that point because I thought, I bet there's some, I bet there's some Easter eggs in this. Oh, in this. Oh, what a nerd! <laughs> what did you find? And, and it, and it's like so some of Sneed some of Sneed's associates or well, people that Sneed was known to have associated with included Morn and, <gasps> and Quark and Quark yeah. and Brunt. <gasps> Liquidator Brunt, FCA. Brilliant. Yeah. I didn't know that. So that's cool. Oh, fantastic. I, I did spot there's a nice little Easter egg where you see a uh, some of the knickknacks that 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 character has there was a baseball wasn't there yeah. the I saw that I, saw I mean the they did right. it did linger on that baseball for a mm, bit yeah <laughs> I'm presuming that must be Cisco's baseball or at least that's what the audience are meant to wonder yeah well I, that was my first time I thought well how did he end up with that yeah uh, and maybe we know, uh, we know from well, lower decks that it was still on in Kira's office for some time mm. so Maybe Quark acquired it and sold it on. It's it does seem like the, the kind Maybe. of thing he might do. Oh, I'm a little disappointed in him if he did. Mm. Yeah. Um, but I, th- I think it's safe to say at that that point, I I, I suddenly became more interested in the mm. in the Raffi story. Mm. Um, yeah. Now that I knew we, we get to see a Klingon weapon. In full, yeah. like actually do, do actually kill people, yeah. like kill people violently. You know, not yeah. just sort of with no blood or anything. There's a lot yeah. of blood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like we'll say, he beheaded someone. <laughs> yeah, Wolf, Wolf went to town on it. He goes, yeah, that was. <laughs> and I mean, it didn't. It, it didn't seem to me like Michael Dorn had forgotten how to play that character. No. It's like he was right back as Wolf again. Yeah, the uh, movements, the, the voice, it was all like, oh, my yeah. goodness. Yeah. Yeah. It was... you know, it's like Marina Sirtis doesn't remember how to do that. <laughs> yeah. try anymore, she's, does no, she? she's just gone full Cockney. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sure that accent changed over the seven seasons of, of TNG in the first place. Um, but, yeah, Michael Dawn remembers exactly how he played yeah. Oh, yeah. But he's doing that. <laughs> I like that. So, um... Any other thoughts on episode two before we move on to episode three? Well, we, we I think I think I'm wrong, but we we find out the name of the ship. I think in in episode two, so it's it's called the the Shrike, yes. and I mm. immediately made me think this is quite niche. I don't know if anyone has played this game. It immediately made me think of Star Trek Armada, the PC game, because oh, there's right. a, I don't know if there is. It might be in Star Trek anyway, but there's a class of Romulan ship called 
the Shrike class. So oh. I was thinking that that was a Romulan, but I don't think it is. I think it's just a coincidence. Ooh, I mean, in fairness, it could be. That, and it doesn't it? It, it looks a bit like the scimitar it. from Nemesis. Yeah, that's, yeah. What, that's yeah. what I was going to say. Yeah, uh, actually, Maybe the curved on Nero's, yeah, Nero's the, the from... So yeah, actually, that's a good point. And it is a, but yeah, a yeah. shrike is a is a is a deadly bird. So yeah, like oh oh wow, yeah, I've not played a martyr, so I wasn't that one, but it wouldn't be surprise me because they are picking up a lot of particularly Star Trek Online stuff in their ship. So it wouldn't surprise me if someone in there played a martyr and employed that little deep cut yeah maybe we're gonna find out it maybe it is a romulan ship but it's not crewed yeah. by romulans but yeah. maybe it was acquired uh, yeah. from romulans hello this is will from the future again um for the a future point when i'm doing the editing and of course as I discussed at the beginning, we, we're, I'm, I'm breaking this recording up into three so that we have a separate podcast dedicated to each of the uh, three episodes of Picard that we're talking about. But because of that, I need to create a sort of artificial ending because at this point in the recording, we just go straight on and talk about the third episode. So what I'm going to do, and again, this is um, pretty clever, I'll let you in on the... One of the little tricks of editing. I'm just going to take the bit right at the end where we all say goodbye. I'm going to stick it in now after I finish talking. And it's just going to seem like a completely normal end to the episode. Um, It's very clever. You wouldn't even know that I'd done it unless I'd explained it here, I'm sure. So please join us again for the next episode where we will be discussing the, uh, the frankly excellent third episode episode season three picard uh, and we have a great time doing that so tune in again and uh, we're all about to say goodbye but yeah so yeah thank you very much for listening uh, everyone um if you have been listening well if you haven't if you if haven't you... then this doesn't matter really does it exactly if you're not listening it's fine you ain't here <laughs> <laughs> so don't worry about it um but yeah, and we'll we'll be back in the future with more uh, talking about Star Trek. Cause that's mm. it's a Star Trek podcast, and we, that's that's the thing that we do on it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, thank you very much for yeah. joining us, Rob. Yes, oh, no, thanks, thanks Rob. So much for having me. Yeah, thanks, it's been, Rob. Been, been, a, been a pleasure. Okay, right. Thanks, everyone. Thank you very much. Yes. Bye. 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 Thank you. Bye. Do you realise how incredible this is? I have a tradition. You ever noticed her bum? What? Her bum. Oh, no. I will say. I will say. Fewer things. Fewer things. Okay. Enough of this self-indulgence. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. If you want to get in touch with us, our website is www.loweredexradio.co.uk. You can reach us on the Twitters at at 10backward, 10 being the number and backward being the word backward. We're also on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash 10backward podcast. You can also email us at crew at loweredexradio.co.uk. On a personal individual level, my Twitter is at Will Turland. Rick Everson's Twitter is at TrekFanRick. And Rick Palmer's Twitter is at Mr. Imhotep.
Hi, thank you again for listening to the podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, you might consider supporting us. We have now have a Patreon uh, where people can uh, pledge small amounts to fund our ongoing projects like uh, keeping our website up to date, uh, um, new audio equipment as we're going along, and potentially uh, opportunities to expand our content. Uh, you can go look at this at patreon.com forward slash radio. Uh, if you don't feel you can donate but would still like to support us, we would love it if you could subscribe to us or however get your podcasts through iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or we're on various third-party apps. And if you could leave us a review on any of those, that would be fantastic and would be very appreciative. Thanks again for listening, and please tune in for more podcasts from the 10 Backward Crew. Let's make sure history never forgets the name. 10 Backward. Laddie, don't you think you should... Rephrase that. Ten backward. Ten backward. What did she just do? She threw a ship at us. Sir, 